Hello there, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and you're listening to Exploring Different Brains. Hi, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Today we have as our guest Colin Eldred Cohn from the California area. And Colin has just written his first book, but more importantly, he does a lot of stuff at fishandcherries.com. He's going to tell you all about it. Colin, welcome to Exploring Different Brains. Hi, Aki. Thanks for having me on Different Brains. Well, he pretty much said it. I'm a, I'm a writer. I do reviews of comics, books, and movies. And I just came out with my other book, uh, The Fire Truck Who Got Lost. If you want to see more, go to fishandcherries.com, the official Fish and Cherries production page on Facebook, or follow me on Twitter at, at @kektheronan. What are you writing? Mostly uh mostly critical stuff, like reviews of movies and comics. I have uh I have an ongoing movie review uh series called Real Snippets on my website, fishandcherries.com. But I'm also writing op-ed pieces and, well, some fiction, like The Fire Truck Who Got Lost. Well, how'd you first decide to become a writer? I honestly don't know if I ever decided. I think it was just always there. Like, I always was... I've been writing since preschool. Just, you know, not all of it very good. And what are your other hyper-interests, would you say? Well, movies, definitely. That's, I kind of, I think in movies, in a way. Um, but also gaming um, of many different kinds, Star Wars, and, um, hmm. um, yeah, I think that's it. How did you, how did you uh, figure out you were on the spectrum? Um, my parents figured it out. I just kind of always knew it was, it's just been something that was constant about me. They always told me I had Asperger's syndrome and well, kind of grew up knowing that. So I guess you could say I was diagnosed very early on. And how did your upbringing differ from say somebody who might be considered neurotypical, which, by the way, I don't think really exists, but (laughs) what were some of the early interventions you recall? Well, um, so in school, I had had to take my tests in a different room because I needed more time. Um, That was most of the stuff in school. Early on, I had to go to speech therapy. And in college, I needed a note taker to, because, well, college professors moved a little too fast. Now, my daughter, Rebecca, who's 34, and she got her discrete mathematics degree from Georgia Tech. Now she's, uh, she's about a third of the way through a master's in applied psychology. She's not bashful anymore about going to the Office of Disabilities asking for some of the accommodations you just mentioned. But I find that a lot of uh, people are reluctant. For instance, some of our interns who pass through here who might be on the spectrum or have Asperger's or you name it, 
and they go off to college and they don't want to be stigmatized, so they don't want to, they don't want to ask for the accommodations. What advice would you have for people entering college? There is nothing to be ashamed of. Like, there is no such thing as normal. If you need someone to help you take notes or some extra time on tests or whatever, that's perfectly fine. You probably excel in whole different areas. Tell us about your experience at the San Diego School for Creative and Performing Arts. Oh, that was some of the best years of my young life. That um, I had a lot of good friends around, and you know, I just grew up admiring these fellow students who could act, sing, dance, um, all play instruments, do visual art, all kinds of amazing stuff, and. When I was, <clears throat> uh, when I uh, entered high school, I finally was able to, you know, work up the talent to get into some of the main stage productions. In fact, the uh, first thing I ever did was something I petitioned for. It was this, um, during this sort of talent show thing, my friend Norman and I did a rendition of Who's On First?, do you consider yourself a comedy writer? Um, I, I hope so. <laughs> and do you consider yourself a comedy performer? Yes. What are your favorite comedy movies? I want to see if our senses of humor are similar. Probably not. All right. Well, if I had to pick, I would say, I mean, uh, I would say at least in the early days, uh, Charlie Chaplin. But um, if I'm going a bit more modern, I gotta say it's a cross between Mel Brooks and Monty Python. I have a chapter in my Asper Tools book about how important it is to harness the hyper interests, some would call obsessions. Right. And I figure, I tell everybody, no matter what their brain is like, if you can, if you're lucky enough to find out what you really love, and you can figure out how to make a living at it, and if what you do also can help or make happy other people, that's the perfect trifecta. You have a good time the rest of your life, and you're never working. Have you figured out how to monetize your hyper interests? I'm still working on that at the moment. I'm I'm using my writing hyper interests to build up the resume. I'm in a on top of my uh, fish and cherries thing. I'm also doing some unpaid gigs for Fanbase Press, where I write uh, reviews for comics that uh, haven't come out yet. Yeah, every, every review is is one more notch on the resume, but it's also something I really love to do. Um, though for the past three years, I have been, I, I, I've been working under a grant for creative writers. So that's been one way I've monetized it. I found someone who's willing to pay me to write creatively. How did you get involved with Ascend? Ah, yes. Uh, we just call it Ascend up here, but, um, I gotta thank my uh, parents for that. 
or at least my dad, though I think my mom was too, basically they were looking around, they found this group and just, and were, they thought, oh, that it, that's interesting. There's a community of people on the spectrum up in the Bay Area. So I tagged along with them, uh, sort of got integrated into the group and I've been going to a few meetings ever since. And my dad, Donald Cohen, is uh, helping make what he calls the Autism Creatives Collective, sort of a networking group for creatives on the spectrum. So for all our creatives on the spectrum who might be watching you or listening to you now, how do they find out more and how, who do they get in touch with and what do they do? I think uh, at the very least you could get in touch with Donald Cohen, my father, at donald at inthepublicinterest.org. Um, other than that, I just say Google Autism Creatives Collective and see where that gets you. That is some crew out at Ascend. I've, you know, had the pleasure of speaking out there, you know, recently. Oh, and that was some crew out there, Michael Burnick and all the rest of the happy campers there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Good. And your dad does a lot of great work. Tell us more about uh, In the Public Interest, if you, if you might comment on your dad's role there. Ah, yes. My dad's role at In the Public Interest. Um, that is a thing I know. Um, um, uh, well, as far as his role, he's this, he's the owner. So that's something. And as far as what he does, uh, he flies out to Washington every, uh, every week or so. And I feel like he does nonprofit work. I know I, I'm part of the email blast, so I get, um, political emails from him. Okay, but, so we um, should we can go to their website and figure out what they're doing, what they're up yes. to. That sounds like a great idea. Tell us about your book. Ah, The Fire Truck Who Got Lost. Picture here. The Fire Truck right. Who Got Lost. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I certainly think so. And we, we sold... 30, at least 35 copies this weekend alone. It's mind-blowing. That's great. What is it about? Tell us about the book. Well, um, it's about a uh, young fire truck named Barnabas, and he lives in Fire Station 12 with uh, four larger fire trucks and a big Dalmatian. Um, and he gets to go fight his first fire, uh, you know, Trucks are there to help him. The trucks are doing stuff. His hose is too little, and he tries to find some water to, you know, help him. And then the fire goes out. The trucks leave. Barnabas comes back, and he has to find a way to get back home because, you know, the trucks accidentally left him. Where? How do people uh, purchase that book? Uh, you can purchase it on Amazon or The Art of Autism. What would you say your career goals are? My career goals are to make Fish and Cherries Productions a legitimate internet studio that's producing video content, audio content, basically like an actual production studio. 
Okay, and what is your role in fish and cherries now? You're the chief cook and bottle washer and do everything. You shoot, you yeah, edit. Yeah, pretty you, much. And your skill sets, you have a, you have a, a BA in uh, filmmaking? Yes. And uh, where did you get that from? UC Santa Cruz. UC Santa Cruz. And how are your editing skills, would you say? Um, I mean, I learned it a long time ago, and uh, sometimes I can get hung up on making all the shots flow perfectly together. I would say I'm pretty good, though I am sure there are other people out there who can do what I do super fast. Now... How much time do you spend writing in a day, would you say, or is that very variable? It's variable, though. I'd say a minimum of five hours. What about your video shooting skill sets? Um, I would say film shooting, I'm about, uh, I would say I'm about a 7'2". My, my biggest trouble is lighting and sound design, and I'm not even sure if I'm a good director like able to communicate uh things to actors very well but uh, i would love to if not get better then find some people who are better to work with um how did you gravitate toward comedy uh, oh that's a good question i well part of it is that i really like laughing um, but another thing is, um, that's the easiest way to judge if someone likes your movie. That's kind of what I discovered in college. And, uh, so yeah, I just kind of started, uh, I, yeah, I, it's hard to say cause I've always had comedy in mind, but I don't know. I just always wanted to give people that same sort of pleasure that I get when I sit down in front of a good comedy. Now, was your family supportive in, in this? Um, yes, I would say so. I mean, early on, they had to tell me, like, no, you, you can't write full-time right out of college or right out of high school, which, I mean, harsh but fair. And, but... As of late, they've been really supportive. And after my grant runs out, they're encouraging me to go part-time on a job so that I can focus on my writing. What advice would you have for um, a young person on the... How old are you, by the way, may I ask? I'm 28. You're 28. So let's say I'm in my early 20s. I'm watching this. What's the biggest advice you have for me? Say I'm 20 some odd years old. I'm on the spectrum. I haven't quite found my niche yet. What's the overall advice you would have for me? I would say keep trying, find something you really love, go for it and find a good support network. Um, good support network of friends or family or mix because whether you know it or not, they will be helping you, or whether they know it or not, too. I mean, sometimes just you're with friends, and that's when the best of you comes out. That's what I've found. 
And what advice would you have for any of the parents watching this? Um, any of the parents with uh, non-neurotypical children, I would say, you know, uh, your child is at a stage in his life where he really needs love and support. You know, the world the world is can be very unforgiving for non-neurotypical people. So always listen to what's going on with them. Also, always try and find some way to help and always ask questions because that's the best way you'll be able to understand. What are some of the favorite clips that you've done that people can find either on YouTube or on fishandcherries.com or what are some of your favorite bits that have you on camera? Um, let me see. Um, that's a tricky one. I am um, one of them would have to be my uh, vlog for Paranormal Activity Four, which I go on this uh, really long—I don't want to say rant—but this line of questioning because you know that's at the end, and there's like a whole bunch of like cultists like in the driveway. And I'm just wondering, where did they all park? Like, <laughs> like or did they take the bus? Is this whole long Uber, thing? Uber. It's an I, ad for Uber is what it I is. I guess. Jeez. You know, zombies and, like taking Uber, particularly. I guess so. they don't have to carry cash. They don't have pockets, many of them. Yeah. Um, another favorite might be uh, quite a few of my Ronin rants. Uh the High School Musical ones, the My Little Pony one, and uh, the April Fool's one I did of uh, the Transformers movie where I dressed up as uh, bad filmmaker extraordinaire Tommy Wiseau and went on this law, this four-minute ramble about the uh, inner meanings of the Transformers movie and how it's actually this work of great art. Would you say that self-advocacy is important, and why, and how? Uh, self-advocacy, like uh, putting yourself out there, advertising yourself? Standing up for yourself, asking for what you need, asking for accommodations. Oh, uh, absolutely. Being up front with uh, self-identification. I guess it's all part of it. How would you define, well, it's however you would define self-advocacy. Um, I think you had a pretty good definition. Um, you know, standing up for yourself, making sure that your needs are met and basically saying, yes, I am a person. I deserve the same rights. I think that's omni-important um, because, well, uh, if you don't, who will? Not, you're not always going to have someone there who's going to be able to wave your flag. And I think... Uh, the more you're able to stand up for yourself, um, the better you'll be able to help yourself in the long run. I mean, if you're if you're standing up and someone's standing up with you, that's more standing power to hold up, uh, you know, the heavy load. Well, Colin, it's been a real pleasure to have you here. Say hello yeah. to your dad for me, by the way. He was a great teacher out at the uh, Ascend in San Francisco, and it was great to well, meet him as well and it's great to see you and thank you so much for being a guest here at exploring different brains 
Thank you for having me. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.com.